0: Moncrief on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
0: As you may well know, tomorrow uh, we are going to be uh, uh, on the road. We're going to be coming to you from the Riverlea Hotel in Cork uh, for an outside broadcast. That's, uh, we're going to have various guests, but obviously it's going to be uh, uh, movies and booze, and there will be an audience there. And as we like to do, just at the last moment, we do have four tickets uh, to give away. That's two pairs of tickets. Uh, with thanks to Marks and Spencer so uh, if, he, if you're able to come along you have to be available to turn up at the Riverlea Hotel in Cork City at 1.30 tomorrow the show starts at 2 obviously uh, so two sets of two tickets uh, also tell us the name of the person that you'd like to bring with you just text the word please to 53106 that will cost you 30 cent obviously we need uh, your name and the name of the person uh, that will be coming with you uh, right two people who won't be allowed to go because if yeah. they left Dublin it would make it collectively more <laughs> stupid are our, our Barbara and Declan, uh, all right see. See the way I pivoted out yes, of that. that was there was
2: very good because I was just going to say, why do you never do an outside broadcast off a Thursday? I'd love to go to the River because we're either. movies and
0: booze on a on a Friday. I that's know, well, why. Why
2: can't we go on a, on an outside broadcast on a Thursday?
0: because people turn up for the free drinks, not for the oh, wisdom yeah, that's that's, oh, that's oh, pretty right. much <laughs> it yeah
2: hello Barbara <laughs>
0: don't you do
2: that don't you start
1: well <laughs> okay. the thing is Barbara we can go for a booze tomorrow on our own we
0: can that would be so sad if we text if you phone there text
2: please Declan and Barbara
0: come to our house one of the days now we will do we'll combine them but it'll be on a Friday that's fine you do the telly bingo on a Friday I do on Friday yeah I do ok well we won't then no
1: <laughs> I do the daily b- bingo with the booze <laughs> on a Friday. No, in that'd in be great. Honor. Who cares who wins? <laughs> yeah, I'm the only winner here, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. Uh, uh, now that they're all jizzed up, here's yeah. your first question. Uh, I'm having a bit of a problem with my sister-in-law, my husband's sister of late. She's always been quite eccentric and out there with her opinions and world views, to say the very least. It never really bothered me before. I, I sort of had the philosophy, you do and you to do me. And whatever that means. You, uh, you, you do you and, I'm and I'm do me. me. OK, sorry, yeah, I didn't realise this. Was I, internet, I didn't realise she was African-American, <laughs> this woman who wrote <laughs> into us. Uh, and I just stayed in my own lane in that regard sometimes it could get a bit embarrassing at family gatherings when she would start ranting on about her latest conspiracy theory which would be met with a couple of awkward silences (laughs) but that's the kind of thing uh, you could cope with however my eldest son is getting to the age where he can engage in conversations and he's like four uh, and he spends a lot of time with my sister-in-law as she is his godmother and she adores him I'm worried that she's going to indoctrinate him with some of her wild notions I've told my husband I don't want him spending time alone with her and he was really ...really offended by this, they are twins. And although he doesn't agree with the thing she comes out with... ...they do have a close bond and really doesn't like it... ...when I say something uncomplimentary about her... Am I being unreasonable here? <laughs> this is a toughie.
2: And actually, I think this is something that's like, you know, 10 years ago, this would have been quite an uncommon problem. But I think in the yeah, last decade, mad, yeah. this is something within families and maybe within friend groups that I think is actually um, not as uncommon anymore. I, I had a similar um, issue with somebody who I may or may not be related to, not directly on Facebook, posting a whole lot of stuff that just got like it's actually was kind of racist and um and in the end, I just unfriended her. Yeah. Um, and because I just felt I didn't want that nonsense. I didn't want to be seen to be kind of just saying, I'm doing me and you're doing you or whatever. Yeah. Um, she, now it didn't stop her mind you although she eventually stopped because I think a few more people <laughs> unfriended her as well but I know where this woman's coming from um, and doing the whole like I'm doing you and you do me like only works to a certain extent but now she's talking about I'm
1: doing you and you're doing me that's, that's a different thing yeah, that's something yeah, else something that's a,
0: dark I think that's a club yeah. somewhere <laughs> <laughs> thanks
1: for putting me straight
0: um,
1: Oh, it's a gay club
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but obviously she's worried now about her son uh, but I mean you know as far as I'm concerned if her son is old enough to be having conversations around politics or whatever conspiracy theories or whatever he's also old enough for her this woman who wrote in as his mother to sit him down and say look Auntie Breed is lovely she's your godmother you know we love her she's your dad's twin sister she's a great woman she's lovely but some of her ideas are mad Mm. and you just need to know that some of her ideas are mad and that is the way you try and insulate the son but if you try and separate them and say i don't want her coming to my house anymore i don't want her spending time with the son anymore you're potentially going to make her a much more attractive proposition (laughs) from the point of view of the son who's going gosh she must be really dangerous like that she's not allowed i'm not allowed to hang out with her anymore so i would absolutely avoid doing that Uh, but i would trust your son that if you tell him, look, you know, you need to know that her ideas are nuts. Uh, by all means, hang out with her, you know, have conversations, but ju- and you don't even have to argue with her. But just know that her ideas are nuts. I think that should be
1: enough to yeah. enable. Maybe I use life. the word nuts
0: because uh, <laughs> no. that's going to cause more. Okay, friction, okay.
1: okay. I yeah. Yeah, yeah, a bit I th- mad. I think <laughs> When it comes to when it comes to this kind of thing, and, and I agree with you that you know we're we're. Not necessarily that it's it's more prevalent now than it ever was before, but I definitely think we're more aware of of really kind of un- unusual or disruptive or uh zany ideas and mm. you know, big theories about, you know, organizations, shadowy cabals, gay Satanists, whatever it is. I've heard it all. Well, that's a new uh, one. I think oh, the new one, one. Yeah. tell us about the gay Satanists that's well, like, actually yeah. yesterday. It was yesterday. Uh, it was um the famous case that's happening with your man Alex Jones yeah, who now you know, owns like a hundred million or a thousand million dollars. A billion, <laughs> yeah, a billion he to pay out to people he, he was kind of defaming around the Sandy Hook shooting the oh, children yeah, yeah. and denying that it happened and saying it was like a fake thing and all this kind of stuff. Obviously when people do these kind of things and where, where the theories come from, they're, whatever the reasons are, the people who choose to believe in things do it for, in, largely, it's on good faith. Is that they want to believe something because they don't want to believe something else, or they they, they choose um, to to have these opinions because it. Comforts them in some way, yeah. whatever it is. And it's no different from my point of view than people having religious beliefs and all that kind of thing. It's, it's all really <gasps> the same kind of thing. I know that's contentious, but semi shocker. Me a tweet. shocker uh, but the bottom line is, is that fundamentally it's the same problem, though. It's like, I don't want my kid talking to the Protestants. It's exactly the same issue for the family here because what actually is going on is that one person doesn't like another person's worldview and they want to shut another person, a third person, out from that worldview because they believe that that their worldview is wrong Uh. Um, and you've got two choices there one as you've pointed out you can go don't go near her she's crazy or she's nuts whatever that doesn't necessarily um, it doesn't develop in the the third person an idea about the the information side of it it just goes I'm now precluded from speaking to this person oh that's a mystery and maybe as you say you might make it more attractive to me fundamentally though when it comes to people making their own the adults make their own choices about everything all the time and there's no stopping your son from when he's old enough to, from uh-huh. making his own decisions about blah 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 so therefore your only inoculation against the more darker and dangerous and untrue theories is by developing your kids ability to process information to critically up. think yeah. about stuff and evaluate stuff for their, for themselves and that's yeah. the only inoculation telling them not to talk to somebody you're going that's not a, that's not going to help is no it's
2: ridiculous. I it's critical thinking it it's, is it's interesting though really when i was thinking about this and i was
1: thinking you know conspiracy theories have
2: always been around you know there was conspiracy theories about Elvis about 9-11 about uh, about
0: the Jews going back hundreds of years yeah Yeah. Yeah.
2: but nowadays we seem to have this like as part of the whole I don't know because of the internet it's spread more easily but we get totally overexcited about it do you know what I mean you know we get totally I don't want her like contaminating my son with this these ideas
0: yeah they're they're kind of scary they can be scary
2: and dangerous yeah
1: and hurtful and really, really, really pernicious and difficult to stop. Look what happened in the United States yeah, with Trump. No, I know that. It's really hard to but contain what I'm is, some of this stuff. I,
2: but I did, what I was trying to say was that, like, you know, they've always abounded. Um, but we didn't get as this kind of like, oh, we need to shut it down and not engage with it and don't talk about it and don't talk to her. That's not, that only makes it all grow more as far as I'm concerned. You know, if you confront these things, either yourself or, you know, as you say, teach your son to weigh this stuff up and, and kind of come to his own uh, um, um, uh, point of view about it. That's far more healthy than just saying, don't have to do with that. Shut it down. Don't talk about it. Push it mm. all away.
1: Sometimes, however, I do think that if you do have a family member who has some of these more kind of um, off colour viewpoints, um, you only have two choices. One is that you tell them not to talk about it. Or you choose not to talk about it when you're together or you exclude them from your life because you can't necessarily change point of view. You can't change the point theirs, of the You no. can start in yeah. some way to kind of maybe say X, Y and Z, but once you turn it into a discussion, it's a debate it, then yeah. and then the debate happens and then once you allow people to believe there's a debate to be had, some people just get entrenched because they like the attention they like that, that they get from from being the opposing counsel or whatever.
2: It is a balance, you know, but I think that that there is, you know, you have to call it out, you have to challenge it to a point and then recognise that you're not getting anywhere. You've challenged it and that's the end of it.
1: I think sometimes, yeah. again, this, this thing that's happened with your man Alex Jones there and his, um, his, his thing, it shows that in the States, at least, they've decided that it's important for society to be able to punish people who kind of do make yeah. up these crazy stories that are very hurtful and damaging to people. Um, but on a kind of more micro level, it's like, how do you actually do it? Because we, we, we have this weird balance between, you know, allowing somebody to have uh. different views and different way of life and on the other side having a society where people aren't being kind of assaulted with kind of wild and wacky kind of you know this kind of post-truth thing that we talked to a lot about a few yeah. years ago I think it's I think it's really hard for children as well because you go there was a time where we had this big hierarchy of information and they're the experts and you know yeah. you go to school and then you go to college then and there's all the children be are
2: much more adept than we give them credit for because they've grown up with the internet and they learn very quickly to look at sources and to look at where stuff is coming from they're very much more hmm. aware than my generation of being manipulated online by untruth and I think
0: that's that's exactly yeah, what. Yeah. Anyway, I'm to. I, I wish you'd told us how old he is. He's the eldest son, so how old is he? Twelve? Is he forty? Twelve, I'd say somewhere around yeah. there. You know. Yeah. It's so and like he. <laughs> She, she really think his main influence in life is going to be his auntie yeah. uh, it's not it's going I, I to be his friends. sometimes but
1: people's opinions can be really Instagram. bother you and you can listen to somebody oh I don't want because what's actually happening is it's a family situation you're not necessarily debating the issues and coming out with the, who yeah. won that debate it's actually just oh this is just really irritating I can't tell her to Shut the head. But she's
2: possibly, like, she's just because she has the conspiracy theories, even if they are harmful and hateful and, and maybe, you know, whatever, doesn't necessarily mean she's a totally, she's possibly a great godmother. She probably gets some great birthday well, she presents, says She adores those presents. Yeah, absolutely. She might be great crack. So, you know, it's really important. And she's always going to be around. She's her the, the father's twin sister. She's not going nowhere. So, mm. like, they've got to work around this rather than
0: just cancelling her and telling her to, you know, not welcome here. Yeah, he'll, he'll be well able to make up his own he mind. He will, yeah. yeah. Have a bit of faith. Good on him. My partner and I have been together 10 years and we have a two-year-old son. We've always been really open with one another and we're good at sharing our intimate thoughts and feelings and we trust each other. He has a very stressful job as a salesman and his boss puts him under a lot of pressure. He's on the road a lot and I feel he's been completely burnt out. He recently came home from a holiday with his friends which I had encouraged him to go on straight away. I noticed a difference in his demeanour and I questioned him about it. He told me that he had been to a happy ending massage parlour and that he feels really... What, like, what's it like, an unhappy ending massage parlour? Are they going to slap you, you on the way, way out? The Sorry. I was
2: on a very unhappy <laughs> massage experience recently. That doesn't exist. I
0: stupidly booked
2: myself in for a Thai massage, which <laughs> I... Ah, it. It wasn't anything... Like
0: it was just. Was yeah, really it the ones where they literally walk on you? No, yeah. she didn't. But she was a They're very
2: small bird of a woman, and yeah. I'm not. Yeah, and I have never in I have never experienced pain like it. And I kept saying, "Oh to yeah, that's very sore." And she kept going, "You're very stiff." Yeah. And she kept going and it was just appalling. So sorry, there is such a thing as an unhappy... I cried coming <laughs> yeah. out of that okay. massage.
0: Anyway, he told her he'd been to a happy ending massage parlour and that he feels really guilty about it. I responded quite calmly in the moment as I think I was in shock. The more I think about it, though, the angrier I'm getting. Mm. Is this cheating? <laughs>
1: uh-uh. I mean, uh-uh. I, I, I I don't know what to say to this person. They're like, it is Maybe you can answer the question for me, letter writer. Is your relationship, are the boundaries around your relationship so kind of vague and loose that you don't actually know whether it's cheating Ooh. or? Because I mean, like, what do you mean? Like, you know, you're you're obviously in some kind of weird denial of what actually happened. Because you're right to be angry. The the, the point so, that sorry, I'm trying hey, to make. Do you think it is cheating? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, what? Like. It's somebody just... Wow, I can't wait really to hear what Barbara has to say if she has doubt around it. So, sorry, like, so, let me put
0: it this way, right? Say Barbara and I... Barbara, a happy ending massage isn't really a massage. No, I know. A massage isn't part of it, it. Yeah, I don't okay. think. Yeah, okay,
2: yeah, okay. no, I know that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm
2: not You're that stupid. Stupid. You're stupid. I'm not on a completely different planet from the rest of you. That is
0: <laughs> Barbara, where I mean, she I has don't think a breeze, breeze, what's Maybe going on? Maybe it happened accidentally,
1: you I mean, know. silly I mean, like... Which is why I was prefacing it by, in, you know, depending and you're giving on. giving out to the poor woman. I'm not giving out to her. I'm saying, do you know what your. You know, what are the boundaries of your relationship? Because if your relationship is, uh, you know, open to your partner and you going off and doing whatever. If that's the kind of thing, the landscape you're operating in, then maybe I understand the nature of your question. However, if, you're, if your relationship is, you know, kind of more, you know, traditional yeah. and you have boundaries about, you know, we're together, it's monogamous. And your husband who, you know, in a whole paragraph you're going on, you're giving him all of these excuses about how yes, he has such a stressful stress. job and his boss is a, is a real meanie and he's on the road a lot. And, he's on the road. and then he went away on a holiday with his friends. And straight away, I noticed the difference. Like, it's not like he came in and said, oh, I did this and we went to see the cliffs of Moher and then I had the Thai massage and then, you know, you, you had to more or less extract it out of him as to what went on. I'm going to put it to you, letter writer, that if, say, Barbara and I clubbed together and, and got a male escort and a hotel room for you, probably in the Riverley Hotel right after Sean's outside broadcast. the the
0: Riverley Hotel would encourage that sort of thing, I need <laughs> like to point
2: Edward, out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we turfed just, out straight we away. Tell Can anyone? We, we wouldn't tell anyone. Okay. Um, but you know, and you went in the room with the, the male escort and the door closed, and then you came out after doing whatever you were doing. There's two things I want to know: is if you did anything with the guy, would that be cheating? And two, if you spoke to your husband about it what do you think of was cheating? Because that's about your relationship and about what it is, what you think you're involved with. Because the problem here is this woman feels like it was cheating. She feels like she's been betrayed and her husband is acting like it wasn't. That's what's going on. Do you think
0: so? Because she's asked... Yeah. No, I, I think, like, as you said, she, she, she provided a lot of mitigation yeah, here and then asked, is this cheating? Because she, she, she kind she of feels, feels like it's almost angry. her
1: fault, which is... Because I sent him away there in his holiday and he's under a lot of pressure. It's just excuses. And I'm going, well, once you scrub away all the excuses and you just look at the fundamentals... I'm having, I'm now having second thoughts about where I was coming from. Oh, this no, it's, it's I want she's
0: to it. like I, she encouraged him to go. Like yeah. unless <laughs> a, unless the tour company was called Hand Job Holidays, <laughs> so I you know she she probably assumed they'd just drink I'm too much. Of,
2: I I was given not giving him the benefit of the doubt. Clearly he's guilty about it. Clearly he so knows what he did by was by like, No, I don't think. When did I say that? I said what? clearly. <laughs> clearly he feels right gui- there,
1: right there. Oh, not there. Oh, or maybe there. Yeah, <laughs> like what?
2: Clearly he feels guilty about this clearly he knows he's done wrong I would have put it down to stupidity on his part drink stupidity Hmm. all the rest of it I don't think he I know it was a happy ending massage and I know what that is Hmm. But somehow, in my head, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm now kind of. But all you're confused. already
1: jumping over to forgiveness now. Your job. Ju- I'm not forgiving. No, what I'm saying is
2: that if they are married and they've been together for ten years, they've a two-year-old son. They're open with each other. They everything is fine. He just distra- he went off on his holidays with the lads. Okay, she encouraged him. That's fine. That's nice. That's mm. normal. Um, and he did a stupid thing. It was a stupid thing he did. Absolutely. But I would tend to be more on the, yeah, he did a stupid thing. I am angry about it. I'm not, you know, she said she reacted calmly in the moment and I think she's right now to be angry. But I do think the fact that he, his demeanour changed when he got back because he's guilty because he knows full well he shouldn't have done this. But he made a mistake. Um, And I would not, I would be very careful about throwing out a 10 year old marriage, which has a child involved. Without saying, OK, I'm really angry. I am not one bit happy about this. Um, you know. um. But Barbara, the, but the question isn't whether she
1: should dump him. The question is whether or not it's cheating and whether or not she has any right to do But I mean, where do you angry. go if it, Whether That's... it
2: is or it isn't, it happened. Whether you say it's cheating and I say, oh, not 100%, it was stupid.
1: OK, but then like, so the then next issue then is if somebody like betrays your perspective of a relationship, do you just sweep it under your own carpet in your mind and just no, go on? No, I'm not and, saying she should No, sweep yeah, so it. that's where we're at, really. We're not jumping on and going, OK, it's done, it's done. You, you're and a now... bit judgy there. You're a bit judgy <laughs> now <laughs> in your judy. response. I'm i think, think. I just think that she needs to know whether or not you know her perspective is, is correct. And I think that her actual... perspective is correct. And I don't think that's she should be offering any
2: us. excuses, you know, his stress levels or whatever. I would say he got yeah. drunk. He was with his male friends. He was probably in the room halfway through his happy ending before he went... I probably shouldn't be here, um, and I'm not making excuses for him, and I'm not condoning it. But I think that when you put it into the marriage and the fact that in every other way he's okay and everything is, you know, they've got a child, certainly make your 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 anger felt and known. And the fact that you know,
1: and certainly if he ever did it again, that would be curtains.
2: But you know, I would have no, I, I actually agree with
1: you at that point. But I just wanted, I just wanted to, to clarify for the letter writer first that. Um, the, 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 the idea that she feels angry and the idea that it is cheating is actually correct. What are end? you laughing at? Sorry, that's just that's some of the, the comments that's coming that's in, okay. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know? I know, <laughs> they yeah. yeah, yeah. really uh, oh, I'm I with know. Barbara. That guy
0: made a stupid mistake. It wasn't cheating. It seems they love each other, but she needs to know that he won't ever let it happen again. Yes, that's right. Uh, Ed says, of course it's cheating. Effectively, he went to a knocking shop. He should have kept his mouth shut. All (gasps) couples have an unspoken rule. What happens on a lad's holiday stays on a lad's holiday. It's a very unspoken rule, Ed. I would have thought somebody else wants to know. Could you give me the number for that holiday company? Thanks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now, the thing is, though, that's the interesting thing. She, like all the friends that weren't with them, he didn't go there by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Presumably they they're, were all in, they're, they're all having a happy. They're all having a happy end, so she like has the names of all the guilty parties there. I wonder did he did he tell the friends that he told his wife his wife.
2: Uh. Well, there's a, little bit of, be, there's a little bit of ammunition there that there, might be oh, useful. there's a lot of ammunition
1: yeah, there. Yeah, a little bit. See, yeah, look, again, I, without wanting to sound judgmental or whatever, is that it does all come down to the thing, like, you know, is there uh, an unwritten rule that what goes on in Vegas stays no, in Vegas? No, there no, there isn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. So what's happened is that, you know, this woman realizes one important thing, which is that her husband came home and he fessed up pretty yeah. much yeah. kind of, uh, you and know, on demand. that's no, a positive. That's a Because I wonder,
0: did the rest of the lads do that? No, I yeah, bet you yeah, not. Probably Ed. Did you yeah, your wife Ed was and you the holiday, clearly. <laughs> yeah, Ed, Ed organised it. <laughs> he's
2: recognising this. Excuse me,
0: I'll <laughs> Right, OK. I have a, a dating dilemma for you that I hope you can help me with. I'm thinking about reigniting an old flame, but I don't know if it's a good idea. When I was in my early 20s, I went out with a guy from my hometown. I was mad about him at the time, and we went out for just over a year. Everything was great, but his immaturity used to annoy me at times. And when I got a job in Dublin, we did long distance for a while, but eventually we called it quits. I met him again on a night out at home recently. Ten years have passed since we dated, and from talking to him, he seems to have matured drastically. We had a kiss, and since then, I haven't been able to stop thinking about him. He texted me the other day asking me on a date. I'm just not sure if it's wise to revisit that per- period in my life. One part of me is dying to give it another go, another part of me thinks that there was a reason it didn't work out the first time. What do you think I should do?
2: I always give the same advice to this question no matter how it comes in in what different guises it comes in and that is uh, yeah of course it's better to fail to try and fail than to die wondering. Um, I mean I think The fact that it didn't work out the first time means that chances are it probably won't work out this time (laughs) either but it'll continue to haunt you especially if you're thinking about him if you don't do anything that feeling is probably going to stay for a lot longer than Mm. it should so yeah go in with your eyes open and with low expectations (laughs) and it just might work he might have matured and it might be great
0: Um, it's very romantic advice go with low expectations no expectations (laughs) eyes open
2: and uh, but I don't see what you have to lose by giving it a go I mean it's only a few Dates, you will probably know in a few dates like whether mm. it's it's different or it's the same. He's not asked you to marry him, so yeah, like
0: yeah. yeah and off ten, you years, go. ten years, can, can change a
1: change man. Kind people, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Particularly you know, can. yeah. You between go. twenty and thirty is maybe hear old is man a,
2: Declan over there now, being very prescriptive <laughs> in my day. You didn't <laughs> give anybody a second chance. Yeah, yeah.
1: Had your chance, but had your chance, you blew it. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that, you know, unless there's, there's something, you know, either uh, going on in her, in her own life at the moment, that's kind of creating a scenario where she's being a little bit too rosy tinted about, you know, what was going on, I, I, you know. What? I mean, like, it, it, if there's like... Um, she's got rosy glasses. No, I mean, if right now, if her, if she could say that, you what? know, if things weren't the same in her life right now... Do you mean if she's sad right now
2: and yeah. she's just clinging on to and this? I was going, oh,
1: that was a time when I, you know, maybe, you know, maybe she's seeing him in a better way than than he was, whatever. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, I'm
0: going to stop drinking. Yeah, you might get there eventually. <laughs> okay. All right, so
1: what so, should she do? She should go. She should listen to you, Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Somebody should listen to you.
0: <laughs> OK. Funny enough, I'll read out this next question. I have a friend that is such a flake and it's really starting to bug me. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, time we go about planning a night out or a holiday or a dinner, she's always the first one to give the thumbs up, but she's always uh, the one who will cancel last minute. Aww. Last week, we had a night out planned down the country. There was going to be three of us heading down from Dublin. I had everything booked, the train, the hotel, the meal... That night, lo and behold, she texts the group chat that morning saying she can't make it as her granddad is sick and she has to mind him. Of course, if your grandparent is sick, go and take care of them. But I feel like this is a porky. If it's not a grandparent, it's her dog getting knocked down or an emergency dental appointment or that she's contracted food poisoning. We ended up not doing anything this weekend in the end because we figured it wouldn't be much fun with just the two of us. What can I do to address this flakiness?
1: Oh, is it me? Yeah, Barbara. <laughs> Here I am, I'm back yep. in the room. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, look, we all have friends who, who, are, who are on the, the kind of spectrum of like totally not flaky to flaky like, like this. Um, and often what, what it does is it, it creates um, certain expectations and normally it's the kind of really fun people who are the most flaky. And so therefore, what you're really saying is, is that you don't want to have a social life without this person who is kind of dissing you in a certain way and making you feel a little bit annoyed. Um, I think you need to prove to yourself on one level that you can actually have, you know, good times without this person because what may be happening subconsciously is that this person has kind of realised the role that they're playing in the game. So it means that they can kind of dip in and dip out of the scene whenever they want, knowing that they're not really missing out on anything because whenever they don't show up, you obviously cancel everything. Yeah. So from that perspective, I kind of go, you know, think, think about the way you're behaving towards this person and the, and the impression you're giving to them about various things, including how much they're allowed to kind of diss you and maybe consider calling them out like verbalising the fact that they cancel all the time, saying the words because people's lives are busy and people change and all that. Mm. People do, for loads of good reasons, you know, that don't necessarily have to be as as serious as your granddad being sick or whatever. Um, Some people are very, very organised and they demand on knowing 10 months in advance that you're going to go Christmas shopping on a particular weekend. And other people hate that. So they kind of say yes in advance and then they cry out later. Later, So so just, you know, that's just people's people's personality types and stuff the only thing about this really is that you have to just be open about how you feel because you know it's not just about organising it's about it's about how you feel about when the plans go yeah. awry
2: I don't know whether I would I would agree with most of what you said I don't know if I'd agree with actually calling her out because I think there's also a kind of a power play thing going on you know when you know you're the one who's the, the best to crack you're the son around which everybody else uh, uh, goes around yeah. and you bring the crack and therefore if you step back nobody wants to go because it's not going to be as much crack I wouldn't give her that kind of power I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. encourage that feeling or give her that oh, power I think that's already
1: I think, that's I think she known. already knows yeah. but, she,
2: but then what I would say to you is find a couple of more friends if you're if you think I mean the saddest part of this thing is that you cancelled the weekend because you figured it wouldn't be just fun with two of us there isn't some magic formula <laughs> that brings the fun if there's three of you so the fun is obviously tied up with your woman who's the flaky one yeah Um. so mm, you know maybe you she's
0: exo- maybe she doesn't make excuse because she's exhausted that to entertain these two dollars <laughs> she goes away learn. with. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, but I mean,
2: to me, the only way around it is don't arrange things that are dependent on Mrs Flakey being involved. If you d- can never guarantee she's going to be involved. So make a plan that you're happy to carry out with just the two of you or else get a new friend as well and add her into the mix. Um, and then say to the Flaky one, we're going here for the weekend. If you want to come, be great.
1: And then whether she comes or she doesn't come is up to her. And it takes the power away. Because um, mm. there is a kind of a weird balance between you know that you're kind of crazy, char- charismatic, narcissistic, kind of fun friend versus the kind of stability and yeah, you know the, the nice th- friend th- and just and your and your actual social group being yeah. calmer and more consistent and yeah. stable. So the real question for this letter writer is whether she wants the kind of uncertainty and the drama yeah. or whether she wants you know. One thing, we on this show always talk to about letter writers. None
2: of these. I know. Letters. Yes, it's very uh, people called them. Yeah, people, old oh no, people, sit,
1: kind of
0: kind people of sit with quills yeah, and dip their yeah. ink. And we, <laughs> in <your> <laughs> we right. need a new name. Anyway, that's where we have to bid adieu uh, <laughs> bid to Barbara and Declan. <laughs> oh. Thank you very much uh, for, for Mary, coming sir. in. Uh, you are listening to me, uh, the, the Moon Creep, you the Moon Creep show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that. Growing plants on the moon.